0: Good evening everybody and welcome. Tonight's class is titled, The Wings of a Mitzvah Part 2. Tonight is the second night of Hanukkah, so it requires a a verse from Hanukkah, a word. The miracle of the oil, often seen as the miracle we celebrate, the menorah, was seemingly an unnecessary miracle. Why? Have, have we learned this before? Why was it an unnecessary miracle, according to Halacha? Uh,
1: well, I, I'll tell you something. My wife told me so.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure it's no, true. No, that must uh,
1: this. This way, she said. She said um, they could have used the the defiled oil. Exactly. Because. Um, okay. If you, I, think, I think I don't know I think it, if you can't use if, if, if you don't have the, the right stuff you can use the substitute something
0: Tuma Hotra B'tzibur exactly your wife was on, on the ball <laughs> <laughs> Tuma impurity is permissible if that's the status of everyone so if everything is impure then you could use impure oil so the whole miracle of Hanukkah that they found the jug, one miracle, and that the oil lasted for eight days, is really an unnecessary miracle. We could have lit the menorah without having found that jug of pure oil, and without the oil lasting eight days. Why did Hashem make this miraculous miracle that lasted eight days if it wasn't needed? Is the question a powerful question? It's it's a very powerful question, I believe. But the answer is even more powerful. Oil represents chachma, wisdom. Oil floats to the top. Oil represents the Torah knowledge. And Hashem was telling us that when it comes to the purity of the Torah, we can never give in. We can never become impure, even if everybody's impure. When it comes to the purity of the Torah, we can never, according to Torah law, yeah, we could have used impure oil, but no, 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 we're never going to allow the Torah to become impure. When it comes to education, we're never going to allow the education our children get to become impure. Which even today in America, unfortunately, we're struggling, even on legal, in, in, in many legal forms, to keep children's minds pure. So the Hanukkah miracle is telling us, yes, it was necessary to find the oil and for the last eight days to teach us that at any cost we cannot defile our deepest, the Torah, we cannot defile are the minds of our children. Is the answer as good as the question? I hope so. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, we're learning yes, here... Yes, the answer was wonderful. Okay, <laughs> good, good, good. That was a The our heads. <laughs> the, we're, learn- <laughs> we're learning here in chapter 40... how every time we do something we're creating an angel. But the angels could be crippled. The angels can get stuck. The energy that we create can be stuck in this world if we don't have love and fear of Hashem. That's what we learned previously. And we'll talk more about it. But the current question that we're going to be discussing tonight is, if Hashem is everything and everything is Hashem, Hashem is everywhere, so what do you mean that something is stuck, it can't go up, it can't go here, it can't go there? Hashem is everywhere. What do you mean that the, if we don't have good intention, the energy is stuck in this world, it didn't go... Hashem is everywhere. Good question? Yes. Okay, good. I am delighted you're here. Finally, someone's answering my question. <laughs> Thank you. How are we going to become an even better... How are we going to give an even better answer?
1: Which
0: will be wonderful, of course. Okay, you're catching on. on. (laughs) How will we give an even better answer? This question is every moment we have the question. We dive in, praying east in America. When I was in Australia, we faced north. Wherever you are, you face that direction. But if Hashem is everywhere... So why are we facing... Why are we facing east? What is the specialty of the Beit HaMikdash over the entire world? Let's take that question. Much, much easier question. Hashem is everywhere. So let me just pray where I am. Why do I need to face east? What do you mean that the Shekhinah is in Yerushalayim? The Shekhinah is in Eretz Yisrael. The Shekhinah is in the Beit HaMikdash. Is Hashem everywhere or is in the Beit HaMikdash? What's the answer? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to digress for a second. We also on Sundays we learn Kitzur Shulchan the laws, the laws that every Jew needs to know, and we're learning the laws of getting dressed and going to the bathroom. And at the class, some people are like, "I don't get it." Like Hashem, we learn because in the Torah law, we learn, Hashem is everywhere, even in even in the bathroom, Hashem is with you. And it's something that people felt repulsive about. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Not, not. But no, Hashem is everywhere. Even the way we get dressed, we have to get dressed in a modest way. Hashem is everywhere. So if Hashem is everywhere, so why are we facing east? So now, Aryeh, what's the answer?
1: I Do um... you have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let him go. My Mandel, please. <laughs> I don't know, I think it's it beneficial to have sort of a laser focus
0: on... So let me talk about your laser focus. If the issue is laser focus, how many windows should a shul have? There's actually a halacha. How many windows ideally should a shul have? Ideally 12. Ideally 12. In other words, if you're creating a shul from scratch and you could decide how many windows, you should have 12. Why? Corresponding to the 12 shvatan. The windows, how, what type of windows should they be ideally if you're creating them? You should be able to see The sky. Because Allah says, if you want to be able to focus on Hashem, look at heaven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if it's about looking at focusing, look at heaven. Why are we facing east? Mm-hmm. The answer is that Hashem is everywhere, but Hashem is more revealed in some places. Simple answer. Of course, Hashem is everywhere, but Hashem. There were ten miracles that ha- constant miracles were happening in the shekhin, in, in the Beis Hamikdash. Hashem was revealed there in a greater way in the Holy of Holies, in the Kodesh the Holy of Holies was 10 Amos in total. And yet the Rashba tells us that when you would... The Holy of Holies was 10 Amos in total. And the Ark was 2.5 Amos itself. And yet when you would measure from one end of the room to the Ark, you would have 5 Amos. And from the other end of the Ark to the, you'd have another 5 Amos. That doesn't make sense. We're... Because the Ark, we learn, didn't take up any place. It was higher than place. So Hashem is everywhere, but He's more revealed in the Beis HaMikdash. So why do we face East? Because that's where Hashem is more revealed. And that's exactly what we're going to learn, we're going to talk about this in in a little more depth. We're going to say, that yes, Hashem is everywhere. However, when when you and I talk, they're physical words. They're the most coarse, not the most coarse, there's even more coarse, but they're an extremely coarse creation. And if you want the coarse physical world, to be el- word, to be elevated, then you need some rockets to be able to take it to the next level. So again, Hashem of course is everywhere. But Hashem is extremely, extremely concealed in our physical word. And so, to reveal Hashem within the physical word, we need the love and fear. Let's see this inside. Too much talking. Any questions? No. Okay. We're in chapter 40, page 200. We are from the top of the page. Nine lines from the top of the page. The reason Torah requires kavanah. If you have it, if you could just raise your hand. Do you have the place where it says the reason the Torah rec- requires kavanah? There's another one, if you'd like. Yes. You could share, but there's also another one. Oh. There's, there's enough, enough for everybody. The reason Torah requires kavanah to ascend on high, the reason we need to have the love and fear to take the Torah learning on high albeit the Torah and the Holy One blessed as he are altogether one if the Torah and Hashem is one so why do I need this intention to make it go on high for he and his will are one is as follows although the Holy One blessed is he fills all worlds alike yes Hashem is everywhere nevertheless the worlds are not all of equal rank there's different within the worlds. And Hashem is in every single world. He's in his revelation, each one is different. What is the difference for Hashem's revelation? And we discussed this in a previous chapter. The reason why Hashem is in different worlds, more revealed or more concealed, is number one, dependent on how contracted the energy in that world is. And number two is dependent on how much the curtain is covering that energy. So again, there is the energy of Hashem that's contracted and even that contracted energy has a curtain exactly, has a curtain that is also um, that is limiting the light. So, for example, in this room, we have windows. So windows are a contraction of the energy. so if you have, let's take for example that the only window in this entire room is going to be that window right over there. So that window is a contraction of energy. And on top of the window, there's also a window shade. And now the, the light will still come through the window shade. But it's going to be even more limited. Constrained. Constraint. Yeah. So you have the limit of the window, and you have the limit of the window shade. The same thing is, Hashem's energy is limited in how much energy is flowing through, and even the energy flowing through has curtains on top of it that is literally changing the energy. Are you? Yeah. Verstandek? Yeah, so, Simple. So, Hashem limits it because the energy is too powerful for us? Absolutely. If Hashem would be fully revealed, we'd have no free choice. Hmm. If Hashem would be fully revealed, we would be amazing, good robots. It would be be awesome. It would be be the life, okay. But that's not what Hashem wants. Or bad robots. We would be whatever Hashem wants. Although the difference is to, is due to the recipients in two respects. Firstly, in that the higher worlds receive a radiance infinitely greater than the lower. So the first thing is a limit. Literally, the amount of energy, the amount of light in the higher world is physically much greater. The window. Into the higher worlds is much greater than the window into the lower worlds. (laughs) Secondly, in that they receive it without as many garments as screens as the lower. The higher worlds have a big window and a very small screen. The lower worlds have a small window that's allowing Hashem's energy in. And there's a few screens covering that energy. And what is the lowest of all of it? And this world is the lowest world in both respects. That means where you are sitting my shemendel is the lowest of low. Where where we're all sitting. (laughs) For the radiance He saved himself at the end. It's okay. (laughs) For the radiance that is in it is greatly contracted to the utmost limit. It's the smallest amount of godliness is coming through to this world and even hence it is corporal and material. So the energy coming is Basically material. And even this contracted radiance is coming in many garments and screens until it is closed in the Klipas Noga to animate all clean things in this world. Klipas Noga, we know, we've learned, is the energy, it's a battery. Do what you want. Use it for good or use it for bad. It's not bad. But it's energy that can be, it's a battery that you could put into a, a good tape recorder or into, or into a bad something. So Hashem has limited His energy so, so much, and it's been covered over so, so much that it could even now enclose itself into Noga to give life to the clean things in this world, including the vivifying, articulate soul in man. literally we without the intention of judaism are are just a material coarse item that has an extremely limited amount of godliness inside of us. It's hard to see the godliness inside of ourselves or inside of others on a a simple level. Mm -hmm. Consider therefore this animal soul as it utters words of Torah and prayer without kavana. So when you just say, when you wake up in the morning and you say, I don't know, you say brachas you just I don't know. by rote you know the first, you know some Torah, or or we have a custom to say shnayis. So you wake up in the morning, you said brachos, and you say shnayim is These are holy letters, of course. And the Noga and the vivifying soul constitutes no separating curse, curtain in any degree, concealing and covering His Holiness, blessed be He, closing them. So, when we wake up in the morning, or when we go ahead and do something without intention, the Noga is not going to conceal. Well, let's see for a second. Can Kripas Noga conceal on the godliness? Can it be a covering? 100%. Let's see. As it conceals and covers his holiness, blessed be he, in the vivifying soul when it speaks idle words. So for example, if you're having a conversation, not a bad conversation, it's just an, it's just a, an idle conversation. It's not a holy conversation. So God is giving you, is animating, your, is, is giving you life at that moment. but you have completely concealed on godliness at that moment. Or as in the vivifying soul of any of the other living creatures that are clean, or if you go to any of the kosher animals, so there's godliness within them, but it's completely concealed. And Okay, so now we come to the question, how could godliness be concealed if Hashem is everywhere? This is one of the secrets of God. And though there is no place that is void of Him, Yet Hashem, so, there's no place that Hashem is not there. Yet Hashem says Himself that He is the most hidden one of all the hidden, and it's called the hidden God. So, it, it's quite complicated, if I could say. Hashem is everywhere, but and but Hashem tells you, no, that I'm also the hidden God.
1: He can be present but concealed.
0: Correct, and it's up to you. Yeah? So too the radiance and extension of vitality from him blessed be he is hidden in the many dense garments and screens until it is closed and concealed in the garment of Noga. So if we go ahead and we're doing an action if we go ahead and we're doing an action that is not holy so then the Klipas Noga will become like an orange peel. It's going to become thick, coarse, and you won't be able to see through it. So if we look at that window, what we're saying is, if you're, go, if you're talking idle talk, so know that at that moment there's a window, a very small, small window that God's, godliness is coming through, but also the window shade is fully down. The klipa, no, what does klipa mean? A shell, literally. So know that at the moment that you're talking idle talk, in addition to the energy being very limited, the shell is fully active. And the energy is now also being concealed by this shell. Can we make the shell transparent? Can we have it that the energy is extremely extremely limited but not... Covered over by Klipas Noga? Yes, we can. How would we do that? This is not, however, the case with the holy letters in the word of Torah and prayer, wherein on the contrary, the Klipas Noga is converted to good and it is absorbed into this holiness as is discussed above. So that covering you see right there, the Klipas Noga, is going to be transparent. It's going to be included in the good when we're doing holy things. So the energy that's coming through when we do holy things is extremely limited but not covered over by Klepas Noga. Nevertheless, even though the covering is not there, the glow of His holiness, blessed be He, that is in them is in a state of symptom to the utmost limit since His voice and speech are material. So let, let, let's review what this said here. We've learned that in this world the energy is the smallest. And on top of the energy being so small there's a cover. But we've added that that cover is not going to disturb. The, not only it's not going to disturb, the cover is going to become part of holiness when you're doing something holy. Anyone here willing to try to repeat that back? <laughs> You'll, you want to try repeating it back? So I'm going to say it again. We can't go on till someone is willing to take the try. I want it. Let's let's repeat it again. Here, you have a very small you have a small hole. And on top of the hole, you have a cover. And this is our so there's a small the energy is very very limited coming into this world. And on top of the energy being limited, there's also Klipas Noga that covers it. Absolutely. Say it again? But the cover holy. Holy. The cover is unholy. Unholy. Oh. When you do something holy, this cover now becomes included in godliness and does not conceal anymore. It's still there, but now it's godly. So now the cover is not, there's no more cover. It's only godliness. Hmm. is a godliness a big amount of godliness or a small amount of godliness it's still a very small amount of godliness but the cover on top of it has now been included in godliness and is not concealing anyone willing to try and repeat it back
1: why is it small
2: because it's in this world
0: because we're in this physical oh. world Yeah. Jose please <laughs> try it out try it out
2: yeah, so so because we're in this physical world, there's a very small opening where Hashem's holiness goes through. But when we are, the only way that we can and on
0: top of that opening,
2: there there's there's a shell there's a so Yeah. There an, when we are not immersed in 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 things of Hashem, the kedusha cannot go through. So there is so like there there's. It's it's covered. So when when we are learning Torah, when we are davening, when we are doing things that are that are you know you know they will call that holiness, I guess. Then that that noga becomes transparent. So some of that holiness can come through, but it's still not. I mean, if 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 it was a large opening, we could we can this shell this this uh, body cannot right. be in front of that. Right. Does
0: that make sense? Yes, does that make sense? Well done. Okay, you get a donut. So, although when we do Torah and mitzvot, this shell is not a shell anymore, but the energy is still extremely small, it's still physical. Dr. Malav has a question. Something's telling me Dr. Malev has a question. <laughs>
1: well, suppose. Um, you're not doing sort of Torah mitz, well, you're not doing, you're not praying at this particular time, uh, you're not studying Torah, but you're interacting with people in a helpful way, uh, or in a respectful way, or maybe in a helpful way. So, um, is that included in um, this? Uh, I mean. It, it, does that does that also help you bring the radiance of Hashem, or, or is it is it only when you're, in you know, um, you know uh, like praying or, or studying Torah? As I mean, in other words, does the way you interact in the world with other people, does that um, does that count for something in terms of in,
0: increasing the exposure it counts, to Hashem? It counts, yeah. or, so, the question started off saying, when you're not doing a mitzvah, but you're interacting with people. Yeah. So my question to you is, why, when you're interacting, is it not a mitzvah? Um, well, I just That was a very Jewish thing. You yeah, asked a question, yeah. I asked you a question yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> it is a mitzvah I, I mean you're doing a mitzvah so then for sure it's, then then you've or at least taken all the the klipah and made it holy if you're doing a mitzvah for sure I, I don't know Yes, yeah, go ahead at least a chesed may not fall right
2: into it but it's a mitzvah yeah. right
0: to show chesed the, it's the biggest mitzvah Hashem himself went to visit Avramavin when he was sick and Avram Avinu ignored Hashem when Hashem was visiting him to invite the three people because the mitzvah of Achnasas archim is bigger than talking to Hashem. We learn. So, so yes, doing a chesed is, is, is an amazing thing. Yes, yes, yes. Did that answer the question? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm
1: wondering if, um, if the word connection, you know, if when we're connected with Hashem, if that's, if that's what all of this is about. You know, like when you're talking to someone, if you're connected with Hashem, rather than if you're talking silly things or, you know, uh, inappropriate things, of course your connection will be severed.
0: So doing a to someone, you are it's an interesting crazy. thing because yeah. there's times that you say silly things, and that's the kindest thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Someone, I don't know, someone is depressed, and you're a little. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I'm going to be careful here. I don't. The, the details of something we have to know the situation mm-hmm. and be able to mm-hmm. decide: is this a holy thing or not? Mm-hmm. Am I doing a mitzvah here? But I think to make a blanket statement of what that would be, I, I'm not uh, in a place to do that.
1: It's so like that. you're entertaining
2: a bride and groom.
0: Yeah, and doing yeah, lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. You a lot of silly That's an outstanding right? example. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you.
2: I have a question. So because of the limitations of being in this physical world, we know that the opening is only a certain degree. Does the amount of energy of Hashem's holiness, does that can, is there a limit to that in this world? Is there is like, there's only so much you can, cause you, you can still have a very small opening, but to have a very powerful beam. So it's like, is it, is it limited to, to a certain degree because of this physical world?
0: One hundred percent. We cannot, until Mashiach comes, and we're going to see that within the chapter, until Mashiach comes, the limit will be great. Mm-hmm. Because if it were not, then the, the, the the wish that Hashem has, that there should be human beings that should have free choice, will, is not possible.
2: Mm.
0: If, if, uh, yeah, if we would feel godly, then we would be godly. There.
2: So, uh, so, I guess my question is: Is it either, or? So, is it either blocked or not blocked, or is it? There's different degrees of.
0: Of that, ah, so maybe that one hundred percent, different degrees. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah. No. Okay, <laughs> Baruch, we're good.
1: That's
0: for sure, then we'll okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. How do we take these physical words that you and I are all talking now and how do we put a rocket on them to shoot them up? If they're so physical as we've learned now, they're so coarse, how do we get them out of this physical world to connect to Hashem? That's Kavana. That is Kavana. Mm. In other words, the most important thing is the action. Because worst case scenario, your action will be stuck down here. Fine. But you did the action and at some point we'll, we'll get a rocket on it. But if you want to do what's right, you're going to do the mitzvah with the kavana, With the appropriate intention behind it. That intention is the rocket ship that's going to take it up. I have to show you these pictures. I, we're not going to go through this t- today. But this is my little... Uh, the way I, I see it, you have the these, this kid is saying, Modani and his intention is the rocket that's shooting his letters, those angels straight up to heaven. It's a little, uh, just a little picture, maybe. Rocket the Israeli Air Force. It, uh, it, it's probably as good as that. yeah. <laughs> probably better. But yeah. But in the case of prayer with Kavana and Torah with Kavana for its own sake. Because you could do it with an intention. I'm learning with the intention to be the most conceited person out there. That's also intention. So we're saying, what's the intention? The intention is that it's for its own sake. I'm learning Torah for Hashem. The Kavana is closed in the letters of the speech. Because it is their source and root. Since by reason and cause of it, he speaks these letters. Why am I saying these words of Torah? Because this is my... I'm, I'm saying these words because I want to connect with Hashem. Therefore, it elevates these words, them, to its level in the tense spirit of Yitzira or Bria, according to whether the Kavanah is inspired by intelligent... Or natural fear and love and so on as has been discussed above. So when we go ahead and we have this covenant, we have this intention, we're doing the action for Hashem. That is the flame, that is the rocket that allows the energy to go to whichever respective world it needs to go as we had in this previous class. If it's Torah in the world of Yitzira. Every item in its appropriate world. There, in the world that you send the energy to, the light of the Ain't Sof, blessed is He, namely the will of the Supreme One, blessed is He, which is closed in the letters of the Torah which he studies and in their kavana or in the prayer and its kavana or in the commandment and its kavana shines forth and is revealed with a great and infinite brightness that cannot shine forth and be revealed. Oh, okay. So this energy when we have kavana is taken to its appropriate world and there's an illumination of godliness and exactly to your point What's your Hebrew name? Yosef. Yosef. Exactly to Yosef's point. There it's revealed, but that's what we say now, that cannot shine forth and be revealed at all in any manner or form as long as the letters in the commandment are still in this material world. In this material world, the godliness cannot be revealed until the era of the end of time when the world will be uplifted from its materiality And the glory of the God will be revealed As has been previously discussed at length mm. What do we say daily? There's a famous line we say every day It's in a lane that tells us When Mashiach comes Hashem will be revealed At the, f- the, end, the end of a lane we say Hashem al kol Hashem will be a king over the entire world On that time, Hashem and His name will be one. There will be a complete revelation of Hashem. Exactly to your point. In the light of the above, let's skip the note. Now we're going to be on page 202, left-hand column, bottom paragraph. Page 202, Left-hand column, bottom paragraph. In the light of the above will be clearly understood why fear and love are, figu- are figuratively called wings, as is written, and with two he would fly. We learn in Isaiah and Yeshaya that with two he will fly, meaning with fear and love we could fly. And as Reb Chaim Vital of Blessed Memory explained in in chapter 11 that the wings are to a bird what arms are to a man. Wings of a bird are arms of a human. Okay, what are the arms of a human? <laughs> what are the arms of a human? Where do we talk about, have any of you ever heard of Pasach Eliyahu? Okay So I'm going to stop for a moment Well let's, let's finish this paragraph We'll wrap it up And I want to show you something in the Sitter That will And in Tikkunim has explained That they who occupy themselves with Torah and commandments And fear and love Are called children Otherwise they are called fledglings that cannot fly Let, let's, let's look at what we just said Incredible It's in the Sitter. Not everyone has a custom to say this but it's our custom. Um, if you want to try and find, this is something special we say before Mincha on Shabbos. Morabash, are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yeah. Good, good. Next. So, if you, anyone has the page, let me know.
1: We're looking
0: for, We're looking for Mincha for Shabbos, page 149. Page one forty nine, and I'm going to just jump in to tell you directly which line we're up to. But here, it it's many of the custom to say this on shop Shabbos, and you ever saw those pictures online? I, I wouldn't. But you ever saw if you look up these spheroids? You'll see they show you a human being, of, of the form of a body with chachma here, and they show you like all over his body yeah. with different parts. You've ever seen mm-hmm. it? It's based off of this section of the Tikkuni Zohar. I want you to look at page 150, third line, you have made for them. If you see it again, if you could raise your hand. 150, third line, you have made for them. You have, it, my, my, my yes. all? Yes. you have made for them a number of bodies which are called bodies in comparison with the, with the garments which cover them and they are described anthro- anthropomorphically in the following manner said, kindness is the right arm givura severity power is the left arm teferis beauty the torso netzach eternity victory and hold splendor the two thighs yeso the end of the torso the sign of the holy covenant malachol's kingship the mouth which we call the Oral Torah, Chachma, Wisdom, the Brain, skipping a moment, Bina, the Heart. So here actually, this is the source of those pictures. Why did I show this to you? Because love and fear are which two emotions? Love and fear could be called by two of the emotions we, we just named. Chesed, kindness and Gevura. We, we interchange kindness and love and severity and fear. We, we, we interchange them. So, ches, ye, So ye Hashem. fear of Hashem is which part of your body? Fear of Hashem is which part of your body? We learned at the top. Kivure is the left arm. Love of Hashem is which part of your body? Mm-hmm. The right arm. And what did we just learn in Tanya? What did Reb Chaim Vital say? That the wings to a bird are what arms are to a man. Wings, we learned previously that the wings of a bird are love and fear. And the arms of a man are, like we learn now in, in this prayer from the of are love and fear. So if we want our... Torah and mitzvos to fly, we need to have the love and fear. And now it comes clear why Reb Chaim Vital compared the wings of a bird to the human being's arms. I, I want to sh- conclude with something unbelievable. I, I was going to conclude here, but can we do one more point? One more, point? One more un- unbelievable point. The Torah law is that a chick a, a bird is kosher even if if a bird is going to die soon it's called treif you could shecht it appropriately but if it even if you shechted it appropriately but if the bird would have naturally died within a year it's called a treifa. that's the halacha what about a bird that doesn't have wings what's its law is it a kosher bird In Torah law, it's a kosher bird. There's nothing wrong with it. It's missing wings, but it's a healthy bird. And actually, we're going to quote this law to prove our point here. Do the mitzvah. If you don't have love and fear, just do it anyways. It's a healthy mitzvah. It's a healthy bird, but it can't fly. And a bird wants to fly. Let's see that inside. So now we're going to skip the next note. Now we're on 204 top of the, pa- the right hand paragraph, for just as the wings of a bird are not the essential parts of it, and its vitality does not depend on them at all, the life of a bird is not, does not need the wings, as we have learned that if its wings have been removed, it is kosher ritually clean. The essential parts, what's the essential parts of a bird, being its head and entire body. While the wings merrily serve the head and body, enabling it to fly with their aid. Just like by a bird, the bird is kosher, it's a healthy bird, meaning its life is healthy. Without its wings, the wings just allow it to fly. So, by way of example, are the Torah and commandments, the essential aspect of the higher union, through the manifestation of the supernal will that is revealed within them. While the fear and love raise them to that place where the will, the light of the Ein Sof, Blessed is He, and the Union Yichur are revealed. Namely, the world of Yetzirah and Bria. Unbelievable what we've just learned. Unbelievable. Do the mitzvah. You don't understand. I, just, just stop talking about it. Just do it. Sometimes we talk and talk and talk. And then, just just do it. Why? Because that's the healthy bird. It's going to be alive and well. You've called. You have just brought Hashem to be united within this world. It's going to be revealed. It's going to be concealed though. That will be concealed. We'll need to reveal it a little more soon. But it's, it's happening. Now you want to be a good boy. Okay. Or, or a good girl. So have... I know. I'm pretty old. So... <laughs> so then you want to have fear and love. While you're doing it, and that's the wings of the bird. Are there any questions that you want to share? That was from Meisha Mendel. <laughs> chapter forty-one. Chapter forty-one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Dr. Mendel. There's,
1: there's a book that I uh, I think it's called Wings of a Dove. I think it's And I'm just I think that's what, probably what he's referring to. But I'd have to go back and look at the book. I'd love to hear. Um, yeah I'd, I think that's what he, I think that's the name of the book. you call the author?. Um, I